Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, podcasters. I just had to jump on today to bless you with the title called No Ordinary Pearl. How many of you have been feeling irritated, frustrated, or confused? If so, I came to give you a rhema word to tell you that that confusion is not a demonic attack. You can stop trying to pray it away. That confusion is divine irritation. How many of you know that some irritation is divinely orchestrated by God to produce a particular effect in your life to get you to an expected end? And today I had to come on full of excitement, overjoyed to tell you that this irritation is for a specific thing to produce pearls of wisdom in your life. God has divinely orchestrated it to get wisdom from heaven to you on today. So I want you to stop right now and say, thank you, Lord, for the irritation. I don't know if you're in the shower. I don't know what you're doing, but I just want you to say, thank you, Lord, for the irritation. And as you begin to overjoice and thank God for the irritation, You'll begin to take a different perspective on it. You'll begin to have a lot more patience with it. And then God will begin to bless you and you'll begin to gain the wisdom in it. So the backdrop of our story today is actually going to come from 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 26 through 27. We're going to talk a little bit about Hannah and Penaniah and Elkanah. It's um, actually a very interesting story because this particular man has two wives and one wife is barren, which is Hannah and Penina is not barren. She's able to have several kids, but in her ability to have these kids, she is taunting the second wife who's Hannah and uh, Hannah's upset because you have to understand during this period of time when a woman cannot conceive, it puts a lot of pressure on her to feel as if she is not up to the challenge to be worth anything, if you know what I mean. Because back then your worth was um, directly linked to your ability to conceive. So now you have these two women married to this man and one is conceiving one isn't the one that's conceiving is taunting the one that is not that's one the one that is barren and the one that's barren is actually barren because that's what the lord has ordained in her life at that particular season i want you to keep that in mind if you're taking notes the lord has ordained her to be barren at that particular season in her life okay so I'll go ahead and read the scriptures. Again, we're coming from 1 Samuel verses 1, 26 through 27. I will be reading. And this is how it goes. It says, Sir, do you remember me? Hannah asked. I am the woman who stood here several years ago praying to the Lord. I asked the Lord to give me this child and he has given me my request. Now I am giving him to the Lord and he will belong to the Lord his whole life. And they worship the Lord there. Okay. So again, I've already told you that 
Hannah is now at this point in the story going back to thank Eli the priest for uh, conceiving Samuel and she's dedicating Samuel her son back to the Lord so that is uh, fast forwarded in the story but right now we're going to rewind back to how all this irritation began before she got to that point in her life so that you could understand what is happening in this season in your life. Remember I said the title of this story was No Ordinary Pearl. So to produce a pearl, you have to understand that some of the most expensive pearls, because there's multiple pearls in the world, but the one that I'm going to focus on today is the South Sea Pearl. Now, for those of you who don't know, the South Sea Pearl lies among the coast of Australia near Darwin. And this particular South Sea Pearl um, is produced inside of this oyster that normally gets some type of parasite inside of it or some type of organism. Now, most people say that pearls are produced inside of oysters when they get a grain of sand in it. But however, that's a myth. So I want you to understand that that's not true. What happens is an organism or a parasite gets inside of the oyster and it begins to disrupt the cells inside of the mantle in the oyster. And then what happens, the oyster begins to produce a substance called necker. Necker or what you will hear some people call mother of pearl begins to produce to protect itself from this organism that has disrupted the mantle of the oyster. And it'll continue to layer itself over and over and over and over again, constantly for years. Now, in this particular pearl that I'm talking about today, the South Sea Pearl, it can continue to go on for four, five, six, sometimes 10, 15 years, and it'll continue to produce these layers. Now, these layers of what I've called the mother of pearl or necker, or you will also hear it called a calcium carbonate or a protein buildup, which is lighter and stronger than concrete. This will come out and produce what's called this pearl that you see on people's necks. Now, the South Sea Pearl in particular, and why I chose to talk about this pearl, because it's the most expensive pearl. People that find this pearl, they say that they've sold for as high as $1.5 million. Now you say, okay, what does that have to do with this story about Hannah? What I find interesting with the story about Hannah and Penina is that you have these two women, one barren, one not. Penina is there and Hannah can look at her situation from the perspective of being a victim. Because oftentimes when we go through something difficult, and this is how I want you to kind of view yourself in this season. Are you looking at the irritation that you're receiving in your situation? I don't know if it's irritation on your job. I don't know if it's irritation with a friend. I don't know if it's irritation with um, a husband, a wife, a uh, a partner in a job. I don't know where your irritation, maybe it's irritation with your pastor, maybe it's irritation with the worship leader. I don't know. But wherever that irritation is coming from, I need for you to stop for a minute and, and ask yourself, are you viewing it from the right perspective? Are you viewing yourself as a victim in the irritation? Because Hannah had um, 
the opportunity to view it from a victim mentality. Or she could have viewed it from the mentality of Penina being used to motivate her to be pushed to an expected end. Now, now stay with me here because she, her focus is that her being Hannah, she wants to have a son. She's barren, not because of anything that she's done in and of herself. She's barren because the Lord has made her barren. She, this is not something that she can just go out and fix her. Her husband's aware of it. He's not holding it against her. No one's holding it against her that she's barren. Actually, when they went to give offerings to the temple, if you get an opportunity to read this thing, I want you to read it um, verses one through 27 in its entirety. The husband gave sacrifices to Penina to give at the temple when they gave did their yearly sacrifices. But he gave Hannah a double portion so that she would know that, hey, I love you despite of you being able to produce kids. So I know that. He understands that he's loving her despite of her being able to produce children. So he's past that point. This is Hannah wanting to have a child in and of herself. So she could have viewed that from a negative connotation. However, she allowed this situation to pull her to her knees. And as she's being pulled to her knees through this situation, she's praying to God. You said, so how does this link to this pearl? So Penina is this irritant, just like a pearl, this organism, this parasite that has gotten to Hannah's life or divinely gotten to her life. Just like this, this oyster that gets this parasite. Remember I said the parasite gets into the oyster and the, the oyster begins to produce what's called necker or mother of pearl. What Hannah is beginning to produce as Penina taunts her and irritates her. And you can look at that as Penina rubbing up against her in the wrong way, taunting her, you know, reminding her that she can't have kids. She is producing that mother of pearl through prayer. She's constantly praying. I don't believe that Hannah just showed up at the temple and prayed that one time. I believe she had been praying to God about this situation on multiple occasions. I would venture to say that. Does the Bible explicitly say that? No, I'm, I'm clear to, to say that the Bible does not say that she prayed before that, but I'm venturing to say, I believe that she probably prayed before that. I don't think she just showed up at the temple and she decided to pray that one time. And the reason that I would venture to say that is because when she showed up at the temple and Eli noticed her praying, her prayer was extraordinary. Think about this. Now, when you go into the scripture and read this, Eli said he noticed her praying and she appeared to be drunk. He accused her of being drunk. So she's praying not like everybody else. She's praying deeper than everybody else. That means she's she's pushed herself past uh, praying on this thing for the first time. See, when you praying on it for the first couple times, you know, you're talking to God about it. You know, you you going to him over and over again. She's at a place in her life where she's saying, wait a minute, Lord, I've come to you several times on this. I fast on it. 
I've prayed, I've touched and agreed on it, but this thing still hasn't changed. I'm still barren. They're still taunting me about this. See, this is, podcasters, I need you to, to stop for a minute. This situation that you in, this irritating situation, you've prayed about it. You've asked God about it. You've touched and agreed about it. You've confided in somebody about it. You've picked up your word about it. I'm not talking about this brand new thing that's coming. I'm talking about something that you've been irritated about for a long time. I would venture to say you've been getting irritated about this. This has been a long time coming. This is something where the rudder is meeting the road. This is where Hannah's at. She's prayed about this. She's at the temple. She's at a place right now. The word of God says she's her mouth is moving. She's praying in her heart. This is the kind of prayer that I can remember when I'm just tired. Where I don't even want to say it no more. Have you ever felt like you you didn't went to God several times about it and then now you're going to him again and you're at a place where you like I, I don't even want to repeat this again. I, you you talking to yourself and you're saying, I'm praying about this again, Lord. I feel like a broken record. I'm coming to you again about the same thing. I don't even know why I'm coming to you again because I know I prayed about it. She's just mumbling and praying it in her heart. She's at a place in her walk with God where she is communicating in her heart, y'all. Listen to me, podcasters. I'm talking about, this is the prayer that I'm talking about. This is the one I'm talking about. The one you real irritated about. It's probably the one you don't even put words on anymore. You just communicate telepathically with God about. This is the one that she has, the moon and the stars have begun to align for her. I believe she got there on this particular day. Everything was aligned. Eli was in the temple, the right person in the right place at the right time because the right people can help you get into the right doors at the right time because they got the right keys. He, there's a prophetic person there at the right place to bless her. She, Her heart and her motives are pure. She's not going to God complaining. You Okay, I'm not saying that you're going to God complaining, but I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I have prayed and I've, instead of just going to God, I, I'm just just pouring it out on him and I'm complaining about it because I just want him to fix it. No, that's not y'all. That's just me. Yeah. Sometimes we do that. Sometimes we just pour it all out on him instead of just letting him just wash us and minister to us. Yeah, I'm guilty of it. I can admit it. But I'm saying this particular day, everything aligned. The right person's there. She's coming to, to God and, and, and uh, everything's aligning. Her motives are pure. She she decides, and you know what? I think I'm going to attack this prayer in a different way. I'm going to give a vow because I, I'm at a place where, you know what? I'm desperate, but I love God and I trust him. I have that much faith. She's trusting God. So, so I would venture out to say that she her motives are right. She does everything and everything aligns in God. You know what? Faith moves God. It moved him. He hears the vow. Eli blesses her. Next thing you know, guess what? She's pregnant. You say, how, do, how does this align to the, to the pearl? Because guess what? She's now conceiving. So uh, 
the, her, the, the other wife who was irritating her, what, was that really there as a negative irritant? Or was that really there as a divine irritation to push Hannah into fervent prayer so that she could get to a place with pure motives, get to the right place at the right time and be blessed by God? God was going to bless her anyways. God was going to bless her anyways, but he had to get her to a certain place in him to bless her. And Penina was only a person there to be the irritation to do it, just like the parasite in the organism inside of an oyster. That organism is there. They said the organism places itself between the mantle and the shell, and it, it just irritates it over and over and over again. And it begins to layer and layer and layer. And that's what Hannah's doing, praying and praying and praying and praying and praying until finally that last layer comes forth. And guess what? Boom, she conceives. Next thing you know, here comes Samuel. Samuel, that divine wisdom comes in the uh, form of Samuel as a pearl. Now, and get this, the whole purpose of this, the word of God tells us, don't cast your pearls among the swine. You say, what does that mean? She could have took that situation after she conceived, had her son, paraded her son around Penina to show Penina, look what I have. I am worthy. I am a woman. I'm not barren. God bless me. But she didn't. She gained wisdom from that situation. That pearl was divine wisdom. That's what I'm telling you on today. You ought to thank God for this irritation. This irritation is getting ready per to produce a South Sea pearl in you. She got a South Sea pearl out of this. This was such heavy wisdom given to her. God could trust her with Samuel. She got Samuel out of this. Samuel, none of his words fell to the ground. He was not to be paraded around. He was getting ready to be something so awesome and to bring so much glory and be used by the master in the earth. There was no need to parade him around to Penina. God had a plan for Samuel. God had a plan for Hannah. He had already pushed Hannah to fervent pair by Penina. So there was no reason to parade Samuel around, but she, this is the thing. Her relationship was so deep with God. She understood that her relationship was so deep with God that she didn't give up, that she went in and she prayed one more time. See that last prayer you did, that was the one that took the cake. That's the one that was needed. That was the one that sealed the deal on tonight. Well, that's why I came on to tell you, you sealed the deal. You sealed the deal. Your faith has pushed you into the next level with God. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith has caused the mother of pearl, that last seal of calcium to cause God to produce that expected end in this season in your life. God has a blessing for you and it's coming forth if it has not already begun to shine its light and peek its face in this season for you, just like it did for Hannah. And there is no reason that you need to go back and tell everybody God did it for me because guess what you need to use wisdom Hannah used wisdom she took Samuel and she did what she didn't parade him to Penina she took Samuel went back and thanked Eli for blessing her reminded him that guess what the word of the Lord is true because all everything the scriptures the word is yes and amen all the words of God she went and said you know what 
man of God, what you said was true. I'm the woman that was here praying. God did let me conceive and I'm bringing my son back to you so that you can be blessed by what you've already did for me. See, this is what she did. She used wisdom. She didn't even go back to Penina. Penina was small peas. You need to understand that that stuff is small peas. You need to move forward. God has elevated you. When he blessed you from that divine irritation, don't look back. You need to move forward. I told you on my last podcast that you needed to stay the course. Stay the course. That divine irritation is from God. That's not a demonic attack. Ain't nobody out to get you. God's trying to get you to an expected end. He's trying to elevate you. He's been trying to get you there for the last two or three months, but it's just been difficult. But he said, you know what? I'm going to use a penina to get you there. I'm going to use a penina to irritate you. I'm going to use a penina to taunt you because I'm trying to make you make a South Sea Pearl of wisdom get to you. The kind of pearl that's a $1.5 million cost. You know what? I'm thanking God on today for all that he's doing for you guys that are listening to me on this podcast. You just continue to go deeper. You just continue to trust God even now and begin to thank him today for the irritations in your life. And I'm closing. The last little principle I want you to keep on today is you're no ordinary pearl. You begin to thank God for the irritations in your life. This is a divine irritation in this season. And you're going to see that God has used the Penina to produce such an awesome blessing in your life. That you need to thank him for that. Even now, Lord, I decree and declare that they'll begin to have new, new vision, new vision, even now, so that they're able to recognize that you're sending divine rim of word from heaven and they will recognize it and begin to execute and move out. Lord, we thank you for all that you're doing. And we ask that this word remain hidden in their hearts so that they might not sin against you. And we ask all these things in Jesus name. Oh, I'm just excited on tonight. I thank you guys for coming on. I don't know what you're doing right now, but just allow this word to bubble over in your life. Allow it to marinate and to take root and to bear fruit in due season. And until next time, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed.